Welcome to the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Mary Westcott, a mother, wife, and mom boss. This podcast is all about helping women to build a path to chase their dreams while becoming a greater version of themselves. Every Monday, join me as I will deliver a strong dose of inspirational topics from how to become a priority in your life to creating a strong bulletproof mindset for success. If you are a busy woman on the go who is in need of a simple pick-me-up, a dose of inspiration, or motivation, look no further. Come join me on the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. Looking forward to meeting you soon, beauty. Hello, my fellow mamas. Welcome to another episode of the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. I have a special guest. Her name is Charlotte Conter. She is a holistic burnout coach for moms and the founder of The Health Shiro. She is also a mom of two children and a cancer survivor. Charlotte helps moms go from feeling exhausted and burnt out to feeling energized, happier, healthier, and more at peace no matter what is going on around them. Charlotte, welcome. How are you today? Oh, so good, Mary. Thank you so much for having me on your show. So happy to be here. Super excited. Oh my gosh, I've been waiting for this episode like for the longest time, um, especially <laughs> when we first started talking. So tell the audience a little bit about you and what you do. Yeah, so I used to work in the mental health industry for kids, working in hospitals, youth shelters, school boards, you name it. And I was working a crazy amount of hours, like night shift, day shift, you know, evening shift, um, because I, you know, I grew up from a family that did not have a lot of money. So I was like hustling hard. I'm like, okay, I need to make money. Let's go. Um, And I was, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. That driving force. And I was like constantly burning out. Like when I wasn't, working, I was playing sports, I was working out in the gym. So I was constantly go, go, go. And my body was sending me so many signs, so many signals, like slow down, stop, you know, change directions. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have time for this. Let's keep going. Um, so I would get like sick or I would have a sports injury and I just kept plowing through no matter what was going on or, you know, or emotional challenges, stressful situations. And I would never take time off. And I kept working when I was sick and I was ignoring all those signs until that wall kept getting bigger and bigger. And then eventually I got diagnosed with cancer cancer at the age of 32. And I was like, what, like, how do you even get cancer when you're, when you're fit? Like, how do you, I thought I was healthy. How do you get sick when you're, when you're fit? That made no sense to me. And I remember sitting down with my doctor, my oncologist stayed at a world renowned cancer hospital. And I was like, okay, what do I do outside of like surgery, chemo and radiation? And he was like, nothing, just show up to treatment. And I was like, what? Like, that's wow. it. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, what about diet? What are, you know, what can I do with my diet? And he's like, he looked at me like I had two heads and he was like, Charlotte diet has nothing to do with your health. And I was like, what? <laughs> and honestly, at the time, Mary, like I was pissed. Like I, I was angry. I was like, I don't understand this, but I'm looking back. I'm so happy. He said those words to me because you know, these, these, you know, men and women coming in with their white coats didn't have all the answers. And then that said, okay, I need to show up for myself. Let me like dive into this holistic health and nutrition world and see what I can do on my own, you know, and I used an integrative approach. So I did holistic and then I did conventional because I didn't know better at the time. And while I was kind of on that journey, my best friend who was like a sister, you know, from another mister to me, who we grew up together, 
Tisha, she was diagnosed with spinal cord cancer three months after I was diagnosed with cancer. And, you know, we'd done everything together, like gone to school, we worked together. And then all of a sudden, boom, we got sick together. And she was given three months to live at the time of her diagnosis and ended up fighting a very courageous battle and ended up passing away two and a half years later. And at the time of her death, it was probably the saddest I had ever been. And I mean, I was questioning everything at that point, you know, why, why did she pass? Why did I survive? You know, all of that. And I knew that life was short. I knew life was precious. I I did not want to go back into that same career where I got sick, that no longer really aligned with my values. I mean, we were pumping a lot of, you know, little kids and bigger kids with medication and not really looking at holistic treatment. So I never, it it didn't align with my values anymore. And I ended up pooping my pants, leaving my career, leaving my pension, you know, pension, my benefits, all of that. And, um, and then really dove into health and nutrition. So I could focus on my own healing. And when I did that, man, I was blown away by the results. Like I had slipped and fall, fell on my arm and I had lymphedema. So that's where your lymphatic fluid pools in your arm. So it was like this big, like, you know, elephant looking arm. And I called again, world's renowned hospital. And I was like, what do I do? They're like, we're really sorry. You're going to have this the rest of your life. Just go on and put a sleeve on it. And I was like, oh man, that, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> you know. And, and I applied this like five-step holistic system Within five days, not only did I stop the damage, I completely reversed the damage. And I thought, man, if I could do this with an arm, what else can I do with my body? And I was told, yeah. And I was told that I would never have kids naturally and don't do fertility treatment because my cancer was hormone based. If I did fertility treatment, the chances of the cancer coming back within the next five years was incredibly high. And I just focused on detoxing my body, managing my stress, avoiding burnout, flooding my body with as many nutrients that I could absorb. And, you know, a couple of years later, my husband and I were able to have our two little monkeys naturally, um, you know, without fertility treatment. And, And now they're part of our lifestyle. And after that, I was like, man, if I can do this, if I can show up for myself and be my own health hero, like anybody can do this. Anybody can do this if they follow this five step system. And since then, you know, I founded a company called Health Sheryls where I'm empowering so many women to take back control of their health. And the best part about that is that when women, especially moms, step into their power and focus on their health, their happiness, their sense of peace, their children naturally follow suit. Like they want to be like their mom and they start copying, you know, what their mom's doing without us sitting down and teaching them, you know, so it's incredibly empowering what can happen when you show up for yourself. Oh my goodness. That is so amazing. Every time I hear it, like it just gives me the goosebumps because (laughs) I know I I have family members that has cancer. So I've seen when they were diagnosed to the stages of where they're at right now and to literally see you here being amazing, always having a smile on your face, you're energized, you're getting, you're, you know, you're going at it and you're a survivor from all the things that life is trying to throw at you and you are still kicking butt right now. I love it. (laughs) Yes. So- Tell us a little bit about some self-care tips on what you did as a mom, as a business owner, and how can we implement that to our lives so we can stay motivated and have that accountability for ourselves? Yeah. Well, you know, what's so funny before I had kids, like I would have this like, you know, amazing routine and I was like, zend out, like somebody can throw like, you know, all kinds of drama my way. And I'm like, boom, like I got it. Right. It's not going to phase me. 
And then I have children and then I'm like, oh my goodness, how do you bring this like zend out vibe into motherhood? So I know it's difficult. I know it can be difficult, but the biggest thing is when we, when we think about self-care um, and I'm just going to kind of slide into like manifesting for a second, like yes. we are constantly manifesting 24, seven, 365 days of the year. And we manifest at what level we're at, like in terms of our emotional level. Right. Right. And when we start to feel good, we can start attracting, you know, amazing people into our lives, beautiful opportunities. Like it's incredible what can happen. But the thing is, when we think about self-care, and I think this is kind of like a myth that, that we've kind of put on ourselves. But when we think of self-care, a lot of times people think, well, I'll just go and get a massage or I'll go get my hair done or my nails done or let me go shopping or let me go on vacation. But the true meaning of like of self-care is that you you are living a life that you don't need to escape from. <laughs> you know, you are like really finding happy. And, and when you think about, you know, even getting a massage, if you're lucky enough to have a massage, like once a week, you know, that's like an hour. So that's four hours a month, but we've got 24 hour days. So how can we, yeah. How can we increase our vibe? How can we, how can we feel good more often? And one of the best things that we can do is bring more awareness to how we're actually feeling. A lot of moms I'll talk to, they will say like, no, I'm not, I'm not stressed out. Like, well, yeah, I, I just broke up with my partner or, you know, I had a miscarriage or I'm struggling at work. And I was like, that's a lot, man. <laughs> right? He's not stressed. So first things first, we want to bring awareness to how are we really feeling? What's really going on right now? And once you bring awareness to that, then you can start making changes. But something that you can do daily is meditation. This is like one of the biggest gifts I think we can give ourselves. And this is coming from somebody that hated meditation. Like the first time I did it, I was like, that was the biggest waste of time ever. I will never get those 10 minutes back. Thank you very much. You know? So, but if you're new to meditation, start listening to guided meditations. Um, there's some amazing apps like insight timer or calm app. My kids also meditate They're five and six now. And I, they listen to um, guided meditation. So some things it's like focusing on their breath. Other times it's like stories and they're wiggling their toes or wiggling their hands but they're just staying present. Cause a lot of times, you know, we're worrying about the future. What's going to happen to us. What's going to happen to the kids or we're reliving the past. Like, Oh, I should have said that. I can't believe, you know, that cow hurt me or this guy hurt me or whatever it is. And we're reliving the past. So when we're meditating, we're actually calming our central nervous system and we're staying present. So that is like one beautiful self-care tip that we can start implementing. I think another one is, uh, have you ever tried meditating before or? I actually have. I'm actually, I love it, especially since not only, you know, being a mom and a wife, but I also have a day job. So, you know, I have to have at least five minutes to myself somehow. So I haven't had it for a little bit, but I do know when I don't have it in my daily routine, I know I can feel how the day is going to be. And it, it does change your life. It really does. When you keep at least two to three minutes, you don't even have to do 10 to 20. If you have two minutes to spare, ground yourself, get back into that, that inner peace for yourself. Absolutely. I recommend meditation. That's amazing. I know when I first started, my kids would always like, they were like, you know, one and two and they'd be poking me like, why are you sleeping? Wake up, mama, wake up. And I'm like, I'm not sleeping. I'm meditating. <laughs> you know, right. like, leave me alone. Um, but, and then, you know, because I've been doing it consistently, my kids uh, yeah, join in. And I think everything that we've been through in the last, like, you know, whatever, 19 months, you know, and all the craziness in the world turning upside down, I've been doing it even more like two, three times a day. So if you think that you don't have time or you think that you're too stressed, you need to do it more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Just taking a break to just go into a quiet room, just close your eyes and just breathe. 
that's even meditating. Like you don't even, sometimes you don't even need music. Just ground yourself, slow that thought process down. Not even necessarily to quit it. Just slow it down. Don't even think about nothing. Focus on your breathing. Oh my goodness. You will feel more energized and focused for the rest of the day. Literally. I love it. That's it's such a good point. I, yeah, I work with clients and they're saying like, no, there's, I cannot meditate. I can't, I'm like, okay, let's just focus on your breath right now. And yes. then we'll like, we'll breathe in for a count of four. We'll hold for a count of four. And then we exhale and we do that a few times. And they're like, dang, like that felt amazing. That was so good. I'm like, and yeah, that's the perfect example, Mary. You could do that sitting on the toilet. You know, you yeah. could do that like washing dishes, you know, you, can, exactly. you don't have to be up in a mountain somewhere, you know, um, you can, you can do that in the midst of motherhood. So yeah, that's that's a great example. Oh, yes. You know, and that's funny too, because you brought up a really good point too, with, with um, self-care, when you go like a few days without focusing on yourself, like it's a, you feel the difference. Like I know I can walk into my kids, like messy room. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, and I've been doing self-care consistently and I'm like, you little monkeys, like what's right. going on? Come on, let's clean up your toys. And they're like, mama, can you help us? Sure. Okay. Let's do it together. Maybe I'll put music on and we'll clean it up together. And if I go two, three days without focusing on my self-care, then I'm walking into the same scenario, the same kids, nothing has changed except me not taking up, you know, care of myself. And then right. I'm like, and then I'm like, come on, how many times have I told you like, clean up, help me. And they're like, can you help me? No, I've got a million things to do. I can't help you right now. So, and, but nothing has changed except I have stopped showing up for myself. And, and that's really the power of, of self-care. Another simple thing that people can do. And I know a lot of people talk about this is like a gratitude list, but they're like, just write, you know, three things that you're grateful for. I can tell you right now, if I have woken up, my kids still don't sleep through the night, five and six. So they come into our bed and whatever else. So I don't even know what sleep is. But on days that I have like, you know, poor sleep and, and I'm tired and I'm cranky and somebody tells me to write three things that I'm grateful for, that's not even touching me. Like, <laughs> it's not shifting my energy. I'm still angry, tired or whatever that is, right? So what I say with my clients is like, write the gratitude, like write a list. Like I'm so happy and grateful and keep going until you genuinely start to smile. So some days it's like big. Basic. Like I'm grateful for my finger. The people are like, should I start with my kids? I'm like, I'm not grateful for my kids. If I'm really angry, <laughs> I'm not even there yet. You know? I, know. So I start like toilet paper, finger, you know, like whatever, like I start basic that I've, you know, I'm breathing, I can move like, and then I kind of work myself up until, you know, eventually I, now I'm starting to feel good. My vibe is going up higher and then I'm genuinely smiling. So you want to start thinking like, you know, what can I do to like feel good? Because at the end of the day, like our number one job in life as people, you know, and as moms as well is to feel good. So do things that light you up. And if there's something in your life that doesn't light you up, find a way to make it more enjoyable or stop doing it, you know, look for another path. I agree with you because, um, there was one time where I tried to force a, a certain journey that I was trying to go into and I knew it wasn't in my favor anymore. And I actually did a recent episode about knowing when it's time to let go. Mm-hmm. It's very important because you don't want to force something. Okay. I, I'm going to tell you, you're going to get more frustrated than you have been. You're going to get more annoyed. You're going to get more depressed, stressed out and all of a sudden you just want to give up on everything. You don't want to do that. So if you know, even though it seems like it's a passion for you, it's okay to let go of it, you know? So find something new, shift your mindset a little bit, try to find what is wrong at that moment of why you can't 
pursue that passion that you love. And I love the fact that you touched on the gratitude list. I am so happy and grateful for instead of just saying I'm grateful for no, I'm happy and grateful for and I use that a lot because you have to be happy you have to be grateful for all the things and like you said start off basic start off with your breathing your fingers your full range of motion waking up this morning stuff like that and then build it up to like your home, your job, your kids, your family, your friends, and all of that afterwards, because I wake up all the time and I'm just like, do I even really want to go to work today? Do I really want to do anything today? (laughs) And I will say this too, to top off your gratitude list, also brain dump a little bit, your Mm. journaling, you know, write exactly how you feel right now. I mean, even if you want to just cuss the world out, put everything, your whole heart and soul into it. And then go into your gratitude list, then see how that negative energy will release and all that positivity will come back in. It's so amazing. Yeah. I, I, this is why we're soul sisters. And this is why I knew that I loved you when we first talked. I love it. I love it. You are preaching to the choir. I'm like, yes, that's, that's what I say to my clients too. Like a lot of times, and you're so right. If you're feeling really heavy, if you're like pissed about something, you're frustrated, you're angry, you can't go to a gratitude list. You can't, you cannot do it. You have to acknowledge where you're at. And, and it's like walking around with like a big old, like rocking your shoe and pretending like there's no rock in the shoe. I'm just going to be positive. Everything's fine. Everything's going to work out. And it's like, no, man, you've got to admit there's a big old rock in your shoe. Acknowledge it hurts. Get it out. Like you said, and we can get it out through mind, like mind dumping, grabbing your journal. It doesn't even have to be a journal, grabbing a piece right. of paper, anything. And just be like, I can't believe that mother, you know, like swear, scribble, whatever you want, get that energy out of your body. And, and then, yeah. And then I say like, kind of nurture yourself, be your own parent and be like, okay, so what do you, I always like, to, I talk to myself. So I'll say yep. like, okay, what do, you, what do you need, baby girl? I'm like, do, do you need sleep? Do you need rest? Do you need water? Do you need to eat something? Do you, do you need extra supplements? Do you need some essential oils? Like, I don't know, whatever it is to help like soothe. Do I just need to sit with maybe a blanket around me? So I feel comforted. So I feel safe. So I feel protected. And then I can go in and maybe do like a gratitude list. But if you are, you've got all this heavy energy, you've got to get it out in a healthy way. Yes. Otherwise it's going to come out in our kids, right? Yes. And, and that's the thing too, because, you know, I will feel so bad for yelling at my daughter when literally she's only two. Okay. Hmm. Toddlers don't understand half the time and they're trying to learn. They're trying to learn from mommy and daddy and this new environment around them as well as themselves. So it's more pressure on them than it is on us. And cause we know most of everything, whereas a child is learning. So having a, a, an adult presence yelling at you and you're like, you know, you're frantic. Like, I, what did I do wrong? I don't know. You know, it's, you have to fill up your cup before, you know, you tend to other people, tend to your kids, tend to others, you know, because if you don't, your attitude, your, the way you perceive yourself, it's going to sh- come out and show others as well. And you don't want that. So you're going to be yelling at your kids. You're going to be yelling at your partner. You're going to be yelling at others, or you're going to offend someone somehow. And you don't even realize it. You know, it's very important to fill your own cup before filling yeah. up others. 
So true. Motherhood is like going, you know, jumping in a car and going like across country, you know? Oh, yes. Like you can't just like jump in a car and go. It's like, no, you've got to make sure your gas tank's full. All the liquids are full. Oils change, air in the tires. Otherwise, if you don't do it, the car 100% is going to break down. And, uh, And I remember... I think it was my, oh yeah, it was my son who was like yelling. He was having, you know, he was having a tantrum. Right. And I had done my self-care consistently. So like, I'm good. I have lots of patience right now. (laughs) And and I was letting him go and I was letting him get it out. And I'm like, I hear you. I know it sucks. It's not fair. I, I agree with you. And I'm like letting him go. And I had a family member come up to me and say like, can you get angry at him, please? Like, and I was looking at her and I was like, well, you know, this is taking a lot. <laughs> like you don't understand the strength this is taking to right. stay calm. I've already visualized smacking him a few times. I'm, yeah, I haven't kept my kids, but I'm like, I'm visualizing it. Right. You know? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Because when we don't take care of ourselves, we revert back to what we were taught or revert back to like those unhealthy patterns. So when you can handle your kids' big emotions, that means you are handling your own big emotions. Um, And I think that's one of the greatest gifts that we can give our kids is like investing in ourselves, working on ourselves, making our health and, you know, happiness a priority. And a lot of times we think like, well, I I can't do that because then I'm I'm taking money away from them or I'm going to feel, you know, guilty about doing that. And it's like, no, like they benefit. (laughs) They benefit when you're feeling good. Right. And, you know, and that is so important because, oh my goodness, I'm working on that myself because it is such a challenge, especially because I, I know the, the simple patterns of you got to yell at them. You got to make sure, you know, they're not listening, but in actually in all reality, I've actually went to college for child development. And one of the things that I've learned was that if you want a toddler or a child that is much smaller than you to listen to, you literally have to get down to their level, show them eye contact and have that firm voice and tell them like, hey, what you're doing right now is unacceptable. It's not okay. This is what can happen. Do you want this to happen or do you want to resolve this somehow, you know, um, in a positive way? And then, you know, like same with like timeouts and discipline, you know, sending them to their room, letting them cry and then bring them back out and explain to them why you did what you did so they can understand, okay, this is why they sent me to the room and they were upset with me. I won't do this again, you know, something like that. And I've learned that through my parents is that you have to have that trust bond with your children and that honesty with your children that communication with your children because you know this world is a scary place it can most definitely take a toll on ju- not even them but you as a yeah. parent because your mind is already going as soon as you gave birth not even that when as soon as we knew we were pregnant as moms that is when the blindfolds were off. That is when that nurturing instinct yeah. came about. 
Yeah, so true. And I, I love what you were saying too. It's like, give the kids choice, like give them the choice. You want to do this? Or you want to do that? Like, what do you want to do? So then they feel empowered. And then having that conversation afterwards with them is I think one of the best things that we can do as parents. A lot of times, I don't know about you, but like, I know for me growing up, it's like, do this because I said so. Don't question me. Don't do anything. Like just do it because I said so. Right. Which only led to me questioning more and getting into more trouble, you know, because <laughs> it made no sense. And, um, but, but my kids, I'm always encouraging them. Like, no, if something doesn't feel right, you always question it. It's like, well, you know, how come I can't play on my phone, but you're on your phone, mama. And I was like, Ooh, okay. Good point. Good point. You're right. I'm going to put my phone down right now. You know, like, I want them questioning that and questioning authority. Um, I don't want them to just be compliant and just do things because people say that, you know, to do things. And, and I think coming back and being vulnerable with our kids or maybe even apologizing. Like I know I've, I, like I grew up in a household that never apologized. Like oh, ever. No. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> that was forbidden at the time. That was forbidden. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like and here if I am, we like, did something wrong though, they expect us oh. to apologize, but when they do something, oh no, 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 yes. no. No. And it's like, apologize when you're still heated. Like it killed yeah. me. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not sorry. I'm saying it because you're making me say it, but I'm not right. sorry. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I'll say it to my kids. Like, you know what? I'm so sorry, you know, for yelling. I shouldn't have done that. I'm just tired. I'm hungry. You know, I haven't eaten well today. I'm really, really sorry. I shouldn't have taken out on you. And, and then they're like, okay, mama, let's go get something to eat together. You know, like they're they're aware that it's not them. They're not a bad kid. It's like, no, I was feeling off or same thing with them. Mama, I'm just tired. That's why I'm, I'm a bit cranky. So they're, you know, using the same terminology that I'm using, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yes. And it's, it, it's a very helpful thing because, you know, you want to help your children grow and really have that mindset of, okay, having those I statements. I do remember in school, actually in elementary, and I, I loved my elementary, they actually taught us about I statements. I don't feel well today. I feel sad today. I feel happy today. And we'll explain why, you know, and when you help your children build that relationship in understanding their emotions and their mentality, they will understand, okay, I'm not feeling well today, mom. Can you help me? Or what can I do? I feel upset today. What do you do that I can do that can help me? I just talked to one mom. She has like little manifestation cards for her toddler. She's two and she's reading. And so she has a little light. And so she will read her little manifestation cards. And I was like, I need to start doing that. What am I doing? I love I did it. that with my kids. <laughs> I need to get on board. I, I need to start doing that because in another mom that I talked to, she even explained about how, you know, she has two children, but one child represents who she was at a young teenage life where work was important. Hustling hard was important. Nothing. You got to have a job. You got to have this, got to have that. Things can be expensive. Whereas now she's a mom growing a business for 13 years with her husband. Now her other child is representing who she is now, where he's manifesting everything, where there is no such thing as the word expensive in their house. So he is manifesting that I can get whatever I want. I just got to work hard for it. It's very important when you really pay attention to yourself and the, the words that you use around your children. 
Yes, so powerful. And I think I've heard you even say this too, Mary, on your own um, podcast. And I know that, you know, this is, we hear this as well, but the I am is like the two most powerful worlds you can say to yourself. And yes. I think what's, because my, my background is in mental health, you know, in the mental health world, I feel like we have it all wrong. We get people to own, like, I am anxious. I am depressed. We get them to own their mental health, you know, mental health illness, whatever they're being diagnosed with. And in the physical health world, like when I was going through cancer, I never said, I am cancer. You know, that, right. that never happened. And I think this is really important in mental health and, and us to teach our kids, you know, at, especially at a young age, if we can get them to own that they are happy, that they are healthy, that they, you know, are funny, are smart and, you know, whatever, you know, whatever their strengths are and get them to own that and really help develop, you know, who they are and what their strengths are, I think is so powerful because once they go into that school system, they are um, focused on what they're not good at. It's like, you know, here, here are all your grades. You know, you did great at art. You did great at this and that, but your math grades were really poor. And then a lot of times we're like, well, let's get the math tutor. And it's like, no, what were you really good at? Oh, art, get the art tutor. <laughs> you know, that's where your strengths are. We don't have to be good at everything and focus on what lights you up and what, what's really good. And I think if you can connect those, I'm, you know, I am statements with kids at such a young age and really, you know, allow them to know who they are outside of what their grades are outside of you know what they're I don't know what sport they're playing or whatever or who they sh should be when they're older right. um like we can have many different hats you know in professions when we get older you know right. so I think that's such a yeah I, I love everything that you just said there because I think that's so powerful such a great gift that we can give kids oh yes you and just to piggyback off of that like again self-care is is the most important thing because you know we don't we don't have that we they don't teach that in school. They don't teach about habits. They don't teach about boundaries. They don't teach about, you know, those times of, you know, what to do when we go through hard times, things like that. And it's very important to really find that, you know, a uh, way to help yourself and then yeah. implement that to your children because it's so, so important. But I really do love everything that you brought onto the table. So what is one big piece of advice you want to leave with the audience today? Uh, one thing I want to say is mamas, your number one job in life is to feel good. So if you are, you know, pay attention to everything that you're watching, everything you're reading, everything you're listening to, the conversations you're having with yourself or with others, if it is not lighting you up, if it's not making you feel good, Find a way again to make it, you know, make adjustments so you can, it can light you up or let it go and do something that lights you up um, because everything we're doing is helping us to either manifest issues or problems or manifest, you know, amazing opportunities or healing or, you know, all kinds of stuff. And everything that we do for ourselves, we're going to be naturally inspiring our kids to do the same. So if you are shining bright, I mean, it's going to have a, an incredible positive impact on our kids. Oh, yes. I just love what you just said. Oh, my goodness. That's so powerful. Thank you so much. So, of course, I have to ask, where can everybody find you so they can connect more with you so they can talk with you so they can interact with you? Yeah, you can um, follow me on Instagram. My handle's um, at health underscore Shiro. So it's an S in front of hero, health underscore Shiro on Instagram um, or on my website, healthshiro.com. And I've got some uh, good freebies there too. 
Ooh, awesome. Everyone, I will put all of her links and everything in there into the show notes so you can get a hold of her, interact with her, learn more what she does. She's amazing, you guys. Um, Such a beautiful soul. And yes, take advantage of amazing people that can that you can relate to. I will say that as well, because you never know how far you can go in life with someone just with that right person that will help you guide you and um, help you prosper in everything that you do. So Charlotte, I want to thank you so, so much on coming on and really just spreading all this good nuggets, this good value to everyone. And I hope to actually have you on my show again. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, thank you so much. It was so much fun. Love chatting with you. Oh, uh, yes. Thank you. And everyone, I hope to see you and talk to you guys again on our next episode. Okay, this episode was so amazing. Wouldn't you agree? Want to hear more episodes like this? All you have to do is subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you would never miss out on a guest episode just like this one. If you found value or inspiration today, don't forget to leave a rating on iTunes and or feedback in the comment section. Looking forward to talking to you soon, beauty.